fans, friends, families, and everyone else listening. I'm super psyched to welcome you to this new segment of our podcast. It's for all those who can't wait to hear from us. Here's a little gift, mini episodes you can enjoy while you wait. Mini session title is body confidence. So we'll just talk about our experience and advice we could also give to our younger self. For my own story, the confidence, I would say it's a gradual journey. It's something, I wouldn't say there's a point you get to where you always be body confident because there are some tough days where it feels like I'm bloated around. Um, but when I wear clothes, it doesn't look that bad. So I don't know, it just is, I don't know if it's a mental thing. But the point is, it's, it's a journey. And I feel for me in the past year, I have definitely gotten better at that journey in the sense that I started working on myself mentally, physically, spiritually. Um, For me, I went to see a therapist and, you know, I talked about different issues I was going on with. And that really lightened a lot of load in my mind and freed me mentally. Um, Then... I start working out, making sure I eat as healthy as I can. I don't care about the scale again. Um, I just mostly care about the fact that I'm healthy. I went to see the doctor, checked, everything was good. I was healthy. It's like when I was in Nigeria, like some people just see me and automatically think, oh, this girl eats all day, that that's her lifestyle. If I just blink, she has finished this food. But actually, I was not eating a lot all my life. Like I think, I wouldn't say I struggled with an eating disorder, but I hated some foods in the sense that I, I would just see them and see fat. Like I couldn't eat pancakes. I couldn't eat, you know, some foods without feeling somehow like I was scared to eat some foods. Like even when you buy stuff, they'll say, oh, this is for everybody except you maybe. Like it was just a very weird feeling. And I, just, I, I didn't feel good eating. I hardly ate. I just wasn't healthy. Like I look at some pictures and I'm just like, I look good to me in some of them and some of them I look like I'm not healthy and it's not as if I was starving myself I was not starving myself but I just wasn't able to comfortably eat without a fear of gaining weight and there were all sorts of diets and different things and I just feel like even even trying any of those things I've done some research affected my metabolism so my metabolism was not even fast and sense but then it slowed it was just like a waste of time like not even seeing how um beautiful and amazing I was already and I had that sometimes I felt that way like sometimes I'll talk myself in the mirror like I had those those years in my past where I'll be like telling myself in the mirror I'm beautiful that I look good and I have that but then I, I still struggled with like eating normally and not being like afraid so I think for me, it was a very recent thing. I would say in the past three years, I've been like, you know, that journey and I tried and struggled. It was a struggle to try and eat three times a day, but I got myself to eat three times a day and like what works for me. And 
after I fixed that, I was able to eat. Like, I think last year was the first time I ate, pan- ate pancake in years. Really? I had that. Yes. I was so scared. Oh. Like, I couldn't, like, it was scary to me. I couldn't eat it. Decided oh. to I feel like I want to throw up. But I had it and I wasn't, like, I didn't feel any way. I was so happy. Like, it was such a breakthrough. I don't know. It was. It's. It's just been a whole journey, and getting finally getting to the point where I'm like, I don't care what I wear anymore. I don't. As long as I'm healthy, as long as you know, I've checked everything. Like I'm actually very healthy, and I eat good. I exercise. I make sure I exercise in the week, and that's all. Like when I gained weight in the pandemic, um, just a very hard time for everybody. I just bought clothes that fit. Like I was even going to keep small clothes that I will struggle and say one day I'll fit. Forget that. I have the small ones that if I lose weight, I fit. If I don't lose weight, I, I buy the one that fits and I look good. I'm like, maybe you're going to look fashionable. We're going to get you clothes. No matter what size you are, you're going to look good. And everything changed for me once I started to just not care anymore and realize that people don't really care about you. They're always trying to project their insecurities on you and don't let them just do you be happy as you and people's bodies are different like there are some slim people who eat crazily and they are struggling to gain weight like it's an actual thing and there are some people they eat a grain of rice and they they blow up and you just have to find what works for you what works for your body and there's that just be happy in whatever shape the body shows up because i saw something somewhere they're like you only be your body will only look this way it's set for this particular time. So even if you lose weight or gain weight, your body will still not look the same as it looks now. So just love it right now and you'll be okay. And realize that nobody really cares about you. People are projecting their insecurities. So don't believe everything you hear from people about different things. And go to therapy if you need to work out any mental issues that you're going through and you need to talk about anything because that also affects like stress stress makes you gain weight um different yeah. other factors play part in in it so talk to someone if you can't afford therapy go to a friend just share your thoughts and don't keep things to yourself and take care of yourself day by day love yourself because nobody else can love you more than except god no father was saying god can god loves you more than you love yourself but then, yeah, trust in God, love yourself. And then by the grace of God, you find somebody who will also love you. Because when you love yourself, you find a good person. And you won't take a trash person. But there's a lot of factors that are going to loving yourself. So I think I've said a lot. <laughs> Let somebody share. Yeah, you did say it at the beginning. That is a long story. So it's understandable. Yeah, and that was not even like a full thing. So I hope I captured it. <laughs> well, I also do actually not did. It's it's still a current challenge. So I also do um struggle with body confidence. And I think it all started with I think when I was about 12, 13. I don't know when it happened. I just was getting stretch marks on my shoulders and I then stopped wearing sleeveless till now I don't wear sleeveless if I leave the house I can't wear sleeveless I wake at home but I can't leave the house Mm. so it's and I also have like mama arms so it's kind of like a whole 
thing. Yeah, just those. So, so I don't know. I don't wear like sleeveless, but I make sure that wherever I go, I'm comfortable with what I'm wearing. So even if, because my body is always going to be my body, whether I wear sleeveless, I don't wear sleeveless. Exactly. So I make sure that if I'm going out to find to, to someone, it may just be like, oh, just t-shirt and jeans. But to me, I actually feel confident. I don't know. I just leave the house and I'm like, oh, I'm comfortable in where, like I'm comfortable where I'm comfortable wearing what I'm wearing. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, so it's just, I do actually struggle with, you know, body confidence, you know, I have stretch marks. I have um, a big stomach. Well, one ab. I have, um, so it's not like to me compared to, okay, the typical, although people are trying to like break this whole typical societal, you know, standard of beauty and all that, which I really, 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 really appreciate, you know. So it's not like the typical, you know, I just, I just it's just something that I need to work on myself I don't think see I'm just one person I can't change society so but rather I can change the way I think I can change my mindset so I'm still in the process of doing that but I know that even if I leave the house Mm -hmm. I don't feel ugly let me put it that way I don't feel ugly I don't feel like even if it's just normal shirt and jeans or leggings and you know just trainers and I just go out I I feel on top of the world I was watching um, a reel one day and the girl was like oh in private she's always like oh my god I'm not this I'm not that I'm not like the prettiest but when she goes out she feels like it's her, all the boys are watching I'm like I'm so relate like when I leave the house I still feel very comfortable when I'm home but it's just that there are certain outfits I can't wear because of you know my stretch marks or something but when I leave the house whatever it is I'm wearing I feel like I'm the well I am the main character in my life but I just feel like I'm on top of the world and I'm just even though I'm going to the store to get something I'm wearing a hoodie or something I just feel very comfortable so I just feel that there's still more of me when it comes to body confidence there's still more that I need to be comfortable with yeah. when I'm going out on all that I can't I can't wear well I can't wear sleeveless outside I can't wear well I can wear shorts I have confidence in my legs it's just the upper part of my body it's just the upper part of my body so but we are getting there yeah. you know so it's it's I really really do admire girls especially plus size girls that you know during this summer period, they are out and about, you know, going to beaches, enjoying their lives, wearing the bikini and all that. And I just look at them, I'm like, I want to be like this when I grow up, you know? That confidence is just so, I don't know, I just admired such confidence. And I'm like, okay, I'm getting there, you know? I was, I think there was a day um, I was contemplating whether I should, I think I was in secondary school, I can't remember, I was contemplating whether I should wear sleeveless to, some, to somewhere. And one of my classmates was like, and I told her that, oh, I have stretch marks and I feel uncomfortable and insecure about my stretch marks and all that. And she was like, but I can't see anything. 
it's okay i'm dark so she was like i can't see anything it's it's okay to me when you're sleeveless and just go you know and i can't remember where whether i eventually wore the sleeveless i I actually can't remember but when i went out i it wasn't showing but i have one um off shoulder I can wear that one. I can wear that one sleeveless. I don't know why, but offshore I can. But the thing is that my, my stretch mark still shows, but I still feel okay. I don't feel anyhow. Yes, at a point I'll be like trying to adjust, trying to push it up a little so that like it's just a little stretch marks to show it won't be like the whole thing. But when I go outside, I can hardly see it because I'm dark and I'm like, okay, so what are you now? you know, fussing over? What are you making your whole fuss over? Like, there's nothing wrong with you. You just, and I'm like, hmm. I really, really need to work on myself because definitely it's, it's me telling myself that there's nothing to worry about. If only myself can listen to my other self, but we are getting there. <laughs> this yeah. whole body positivity, body confidence thing is, it can be so hard because it's like an internal battle that you need to fight, you know. It's one thing to try to convince your mind that you are fine. There's nothing wrong with you. Forget about societal standards. Forget about what people are saying, you know. Just think about you. The people look, if you are slim, there's a people they say, are you anorexic? You know how I used to follow all this, okay, not follow, but I look at all this um, news about Korean um, celebrities these people that that claim that they are fans or something they condemn them when they are too slim and when they just put on just like let's say one kilogram or two kilogram mm. two kilograms of weight they start condemning the oh, that you're too fat and i'm like oh god Damn if you right. think about what people think about <laughs> if you think about what people say about you uh it's going to be too hard for you to be balanced upstairs because I think I've gotten to that part where I don't care. The only partner is that they may, it's okay to wear, you know, sleeveless if you go out. But I think now it's not, it's even less of my stretch marks and more of my mama arms. So it's kind of like the battle between the two. So it's, it's, I feel it's just a gradual process and when I get to the other side, it will be worth it. So, yeah. Love to see it. Thank you for sharing. Do you know one interesting thing I saw somewhere is that, that I had something about body confidence and somebody was talking about it, that why is it that only people that are plus size they always say that that's like body, like that those people are confident, like when they wear things that people don't expect them to wear. And it's just... Um, a conditioning like the society expects you to like completely cover but it's like your body like you should wear whatever makes you feel comfortable i saw some person i think person just said i'm a young girl and i'm like it's true me too i'm a young girl like i'll be telling myself like maybe you're a young girl like you can't if you wear whatever you want to wear like this is the time to wear your shorts this time to wear your strapless if you if that's your thing like dress like yeah 20 for crying out loud like if you dress like a grandma now what will you wear when you're 40 like you never got to be you know whatever you're supposed to be and it's your body like are they saying that you should be ashamed of it but how can you be ashamed of a body that is is yours like 
it can't be changed. Like, there's nothing you can do. Like, what do you want me to do? Like, I don't um, want to do surgery for it. I should, <laughs> I should give another person my body. I don't know. What do you want? I transfer my soul. Like, it cannot be changed. And um, this, this maybe? Yes, darling. Let me answer you. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm going to sound... I, so, I'm going to sound... What's that? I, I was just ranting, but... I know, I know, darling, but I want to answer, I want to answer why, because it's something that I face as well, and um, I think it takes a lot of, um, should I say being woke to actually consciously ignore people and ignore the statements. Um, Society has made it that the standard for beauty is when everything is in place. Yeah. Your ass is bigger, your belly is flat, no flabby arms. Um, toned ties right even people who are really skinny these days that are super super skinny they're coming for them you have to be slim thick right now when you don't fit in that category or spectrum you're a shame to every other person so you are a sight for sore eyes you need to cover up and do us a favor Mm. you know we don't want to see the cellulite and the stretch marks because they make our eyes hurt Mm. So why do you even think you're showing off something that we don't find pretty? You know, at this point, you're, we know you're doing it for yourself, but it's now um, um, inappropriate for um, socially inappropriate or um, publicly inappropriate because you are you are offending the public. Mm. That's why, and that's why when a when a bigger person decides to like goes um, go against all that saying like because sometimes not everybody has to say it they're thinking it it's 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 woven into every single thing in life movie characters people who model people who sing um um rima does a music video he's not gonna get a thick girl he wants to get the one that society approves of not because he doesn't like thick girls but maybe because his manager has told him let me tell you if you want people to watch this video you need to put a slim thick girl a girl with a flat belly a big ass or else People are not going to, they will spend time criticizing the girl in the video than actually paying attention to your music video. So now, Rima uses a girl like that. And then um, a movie, a movie, um, they're bringing out a movie and then they want actors and actresses. And then um, they're like, oh no, you don't fit it because um, our main character has to be, except the movie's about a fat person, then maybe you're going to make it, you know? And then you know that if the movie's about a fat person, the fat person getting get, gaining confidence anyway. So you see, it's just the beauty standards are so flawed that when you consciously stand up and create, um, develop a thick skin and wear what you want to wear, half the people who tell you, you girl, girl, actually can't even deal with it. Yes. But they know that if they say or bash you, they're the dumb ones who bash you regardless. But then yeah. there are the other ones that, if they bash you, they know that the whole world is coming for them because everybody your size is going to come for them. And now they're shaming, they're body shaming and they're doing this. But it's something that we're all afflicted with. It's like a disease. Deep down in their hearts, they're thinking it. Yeah, we're happy for you that you're wearing shorts. But I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to use you in my video. I mean, I'm all for body positivity. I like that. This is, I like that you've accepted yourself, but this is not what I want. If Because if you actually like that I've accepted myself, use me, support me. So it goes beyond you ranting. It's something that we can't do anything about. You have, I tell people, I tell people, 
You see people who come out and want to create a movement, accept me for who I am. Nobody is going to accept you. So you better accept the fact that nobody is going to accept you and start accepting yourself. That's because it. I see it every single time people, oh yeah, I'm posting what I want to post because obviously it's my body. Why are you explaining this? If you actually believe yeah. this, why are you still seeking validation? Post your picture and walk away. So I honestly, I, I definitely agree with what you're saying. I, I see where you're coming from, honestly. And and for me, it's even recently, like I even started wearing sleeveless. Like now I was, I was so comfortable. I don't know why people wear shorts and sleeveless. Like it's so comfortable. Like the one with the working out. That's why I wear now. I don't care. Because oh girl, listen, let me give you an example. I don't wear bras anymore. I see it as, I see it as stress. And then they're like, oh, if your tits are not small, why are you wearing, why are you wearing bras? Why aren't you like, why are you, why are you carrying it, you know, and doing all of this? Let me tell you something. I'm not going to hurt myself and die of association in town because I'm wearing a bra that's cutting my, my, my blood supply, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm going to live my life and walk away. If you have the guts to walk up to me and say it to my face, do it so I can punch you. Other than that, it doesn't work that's the mentality that i have because if you follow people and what what's being said you commit suicide <laughs> you do things honestly just live your life where you're short anybody's side all of them are just trying to put mm-hmm. their on you and then when you were speaking you also reminded me of something i hope i didn't cut you off you were you no you didn't when we're younger and if somebody is like a bigger child they'll make you like dress off like more covered than the other children and well um sorry that one was for um was for security reasons that's what i was about to say now mm-hmm. like, like ivy you were saying is for protection i definitely agree but what i'm saying is they should have also explained that it's not the girl's body that is the problem, but then the people that she's going to meet are the problem. So it makes it seem as if the girl's body is the problem, but the girl's body is not the problem. There's nothing she can do about it. But the pervasive nature of the minds of the people she's going to meet is the problem. Like I was 12 and I had marriage proposals from random guys. What's going on? Oh, that, one, that one, they are pedophiles and perverts in Nigeria. I, I'm pretty sure every young Nigerian girl has a story about that. There are lots. A lot. lot. Um, with body confidence, I really don't, I can't really say I have like a full experience because like I know I keep going back. I think my parents protected me enough. So I've never seen myself, like that's why I made the statement that I don't seek validation. You will never hear me say, oh, I get negative this and I'm confident. I wear what I want to wear. I do what I want to do because at the end of the day, I'm living for myself. Even the people who don't voice it out have something saying in their minds. The people who voice it are just disrespectful. If nobody can say it to your face, then you're fine. Just do you. So I really don't have a story when it comes to like body confidence. Everybody can say what they want to say and I would respond. You are responsible for your opinions. I'm responsible for my reaction, spirit. That makes mm. sense. Yeah, that makes sense. I feel, well, because I feel, yes, you know, parents, they have this, I feel like parents do have this obligation to make sure that their child feels good. But society, we just, mm. you are another thing, you know. 
And if you go home, you know, you are loved and everything. They will, they will tell you you're beautiful. Your skin tone is amazing, this and that. Then when you get to, when you get, my younger cousin, I think shortly before I came here was sad because he, he's dark skin. And I think he's about eight or so. And he was like in school that they are saying that he's too black, blah, blah, blah. That he's, uh-huh. that he's not fine and all that. That he doesn't like his colors. So that's why I started lecturing him now as far, you know. We've been there, you know. So we're just I was just trying to like, you know, make him feel good because his mom was also there telling him that no, that's not true. So yes, parents, I'm pretty sure most parents, you know, make their child feel loved and all that. Then you go out to school, to church, to I don't know, the playground or something. Yeah. And surprisingly, other parents will even be bringing you down just so they can make their own child feel better <laughs> so it's just or even make end. them their own self feel, feel better it might not even be the yeah no, it's a, so it's just it's 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 sad but yeah yeah very right parents actually have a part of it. i think we're coming back one time on a trip to my little cousin it was not like is white skin better i said hey little boy I never knew I to have that kind of question. The boy is like three or four. He's very young. Yeah. He's having that kind of conversation, telling him how his skin is beautiful. And, you know, I never knew. Oh, my God. I guess he, with all this, you get to experience what it's like to be a parent. And it's just, I was so surprised. So we have to encourage him, you know, tell him that his skin is beautiful, tell him that, you know, all the different things, and nobody's skin is better, and we're all human beings. And it was just, it was, it was really nice. I almost cried, Sha. Because <laughs> I didn't expect such a question. But I'm yeah. glad that he, you know, that he confided, you know, instead of thinking that thought in his mind and leaving it to ruminate. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, body confidence and body issues is is starting younger than you know when we were. Mm. You now when we were with the young, age of the internet. Yeah, you get mm. like you know before, right? We, like you know, people would, like you are young, right? So nobody really cares. You know, nobody actually knew whether you never you you actually can't remember whether you were fast or you were not fast or anything. All those things it didn't really occur to you. I say, do you get like yeah. you just say, oh my god, see this baby, she's so cute, she's so chubby and cute. Do you get? And everybody say, oh, she's well fed. Her parents are really taking care of her, right? And that was it, right? But then people are younger, and then people are like, oh. This is your baby is like she already has weight issues, or she's too big, mm-hmm. but something like that. Wow. You get and mm-hmm. and is is becoming younger as the years you get as mm-hmm. we grow older, kind of stuff. The age yeah. where somebody becomes aware of you know how they feel about their body and stuff like that. And I'm not sure whether it's it's a good thing or a bad thing, right? I guess um when I say I'm not sure that it's a good thing or a bad thing because, you know, um, it means you can start building your own confidence in your body, your own body confidence, decide how you want to, you know, live from a younger age because you are more aware, like you are aware at an mm. earlier age, you get, mm. which, yeah. you know, which could be a good thing for you, help you build your confidence because 
Um, so you know how you we're talking about how you are home and everybody's telling you you're loved, you're beautiful, your skin tone is lovely, you know, and all that stuff, right? And you're around people that care about you and love you and you know are ready to hype you and protect you, right? Mm. And suddenly you're trusted into like you know when we're young, right? Boarding school was in. I didn't know anybody that was actually not going to a boarding school. It was like until I entered uni that I actually met a lot of people that went to day secondary school. But it just was like a weird stuff. People don't just go to high school. But then imagine that kind of situation where you are suddenly trusting to um, a boarding house, right? And you meet all these people, right, that all come from their own places and they don't really care about you, right, until they get to know you. So at, like, during that period... Like, you get to meet people that feel this way about yourself. And then, you know, that's when the whole bullying stuff happens, right? Mm. Because these people don't really care about it. And they will say, oh, my God, you're so fat. You're so ugly. What kind of color is this? What kind of color And you get to meet all those hurtful things, right? And because you have lived in this kind of bubble where everybody around you has cared about you, has, you know, spoken, you know, to you about yourself and this thing, you say, it takes some time to find your confidence. Right, because you're dealing with a lot of stuff, you're dealing with peer pressure, you're dealing with understanding your yourself as a person, you're dealing with figuring out, you know, your values, your principles, and all that stuff. And all of it is happening at the same time, right? So it takes some time for you to build in confidence and how you feel about yourself as a person, you know, how you look and all that stuff, right? So that's why I say I'm not sure whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. I would say it can be good and bad because every situation is good and bad. It, how, how can it be good? It can be good in the sense that for me, I was growing up, I was always different from other kids. Like I was taller, my shape, everything came early. Like if you see me with my tiny waist and big hips, my hips were what, 42 inches at 12, you know? So imagine that kind of thing. This is a woman's, <laughs> woman's hips. And, um, it's perfectly normal because that's how my body shape is. It's pure. That's how it's growing. Even my baby sister, even when she was slim, she has the same shape. But with the rise of the internet, you can easily see somebody who looks like you and be like, okay, this is normal. But when you see everybody around you, skinny, lanky, even tiny, if everybody was short, like people didn't grow until SS1. And I was there tall with everything, just looking different. But with the age of the internet, you can see more people who look like you. And then you'll be like, okay, the other people look like me. I have these role models to look to. There's Ashley Graham. There's, you know, there are different people now showing up now, like Teji Blogger, Teji Blogger, like a lot of people that I see that look like me on the internet. And it's really reassuring because you're seeing all these people fashionably carrying themselves with confidence. And you're like, me too, I can do this. Me too, I can dress well. Me too, I'm a young girl and can dress nicely. It can also be bad in the sense that, you know, people start comparing themselves with people and they're like, oh, she looks like this. I want to look like this. And the truth is your body cannot even be changed to look like somebody's own. I didn't realize that until I grew up, like I was in like university, to realize that my body, no matter whether I'm slim, bigger, middle size, whatever size you want to call yourself, I would always have the same body shape. There's a body structure that everybody has. There's pear, you know, there's um, hourglass, there's apple and all that. You can't physically change yourself to be, like ha- have an athletic, like straight body type that is more, I don't know if that's square, but have more of that body type 
that is boyish and athletic, which is what they wanted us to all look like. You can't physically change yourself to look like that, no matter how big. So the point is people start comparing themselves, oh, I want to have a body like hers. And when they see that they can't do that by themselves, that's when surgery comes in. And people will be like, oh, I have to do surgery to look like this person. If I look like this person, I'll be more attractive. People will look at me and different things. So it could be good and bad. That's the summary of my yeah, I agree with you, maybe. So when you were mentioning the good aspect with the um with the body type, I could relate to the aspect of um skin tone, <clears throat> skin color. And mm. why am I saying this? Because you know now everybody is embracing their melanin, you know. Mm. Yeah, so we are, there's still some people that still don't feel happy with their skin and all that, but you know, it's out there now. People know that okay. Oh, melanin is beautiful and all that because why am i saying this because when i was younger <laughs> the names first of all it starts with the nicknames and people be like oh they're just joking blah 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 but those nicknames can just bring down your self-esteem and you would not even know where to start from or how to even say oh okay i want to start loving my skin i tried toning my skin i tried okay i didn't try bleaching cream i tried toning and all that and lightning yeah brightening you know how they use tush names for bleaching mm. so getting your real it, skin color yes your real skin color your real skin tone and it didn't work for me like i use only one okay then let me i used one um body soap and i think a cream then so it, it wasn't really bad in secondary school it just it was in uni because I was a day student in secondary school, so I, I really did not have control of what it is I was using. But in uni, I tried to use all those things, you know, to brighten up and all of that. And it just made me feel sad. And I'm like, there's nothing wrong with you. Because it's not, it all started in primary school when they start calling you names and all that. And there was also the, I'll never forget, in secondary school, one of our subjects, Yoruba, actually, there was this whole... Um, story of how we all came to be in different shades and how one of the gods kept um, mm. some people baked inside um, baked inside the oven and she would explain mm -hmm. that oh the person that stays in longer because he was a drunk the person that was in charge of you know skin so the god in charge of skin tone should i say yoruba mythology here that he leaving those people in the oven for so long because he was drunk and later going back to check on them, and you know, they are practically burnt. That's the dark skin. Then those that were brought out at the right time, the normal chocolate skin. Then those that brought out, they brought out, they brought out too early, brought out too early, light mm. skin. And I will never forget that day in class. Everybody just everybody look at, at you. <laughs> my direction. And I was like, what do you want me wow. to? I was like, okay. I, I didn't start wearing makeup early. I I'm actually don't wear makeup anymore. I'm not anymore. Like, I, I hardly wear makeup because I'm already used to my color. And that was because, you know, that time when we're all discovering, you know, wearing makeup, you know, trying to look all pretty, you know, you hardly see my shade, mm. my color shade, you know. And there was a time I actually, someone actually did my makeup for me. And she kept saying that, ah, oh, girl, this one that's my concealer I'm using for, no, what did she even say? Um, contour this thing. which one is darker I don't know she, she was using it for my own foundation 
Mm-hmm. She said she's in my contour for her, from her contour for my foundation that she can't see my... And she just kept saying that, okay, can you just do the makeup and let me go? <laughs> and it was going on fine. She just wanted to talk. And I'm like... So because of that, I didn't really bother trying to look for, you know, you know, find that effort to find, to find my color, you know, get used to doing makeup and all that. So I was just like, I don't care. I'll just put on something nice and just leave. So I hardly wear makeup because, you know, then when I started discovering it, it was very hard to find my color. And most people complain when they do my makeup that we don't have your color, blah, blah, blah. So it's just, it was, it was just not good at all. And then it was like dark skin equals you're not even fine at all. So it really affected my self-esteem. That's number one. It really, really did affect my self-esteem. But later I was like, what can I do? I can't change the way I look, you know. And I just like the way I am. I'm actually very comfortable. I don't care if people are staring and all that, you know. So I know that, yes, I'm still trying to build that confidence. But it will really be, a, it's, it's better than before, let me say. I feel it's better than before, you know. Mm. We have colors that goes thanks to Fenty and some other brands that goes deep, deep to whatever. And we have so many people that actually embrace, you know, melanin, the pop of melanin and all that. And I want to think of you, I'm not even that. Uh, but anyway, uh, but, uh, but I just wanted to point that out that, uh, you know, society has made, oh, if you're dark skin, if you are plus size, if you are, you know, too skinny that's another thing if you're too skinny because so many people that are really really skinny they've also suffered they don't care if they are sick or they are anorexic or anything mm-hmm. they don't care if you are if you, you're not eating you're not exactly eating. oh go and eat now why are you too skinny go and eat meat i'm like okay hey, so just okay. that one meat will make the person normal no so it should just be best if people think before they talk you know that's just the problem with this life people don't think before they talk they just like that power you know, they like anything to bring you down so that they can feel more exactly. superior about their own feel life. Better. That's what they like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the, you, you now see the excuse. I, I'm just being honest. Mm-hmm. I'm, just, I'm, I'm a blunt person. I'm a blunt person. If you can't take my bluntness, ah, got it. And then they forget that while we're always while we're trying to while we're always trying to tell the truth, right? Which is a good thing. We should learn to be tactful about it. Mm. Right, know how to present information in the best way because when you are telling someone something, right? Um, the hope is that the person can use whatever it is you are telling them, like to the maximum advantage. Like, yeah, tell somebody, oh, yeah, yeah, you're a very beautiful girl, right? You're hoping the person can understand that, can can hear and understand and appreciate what you are saying. But the point is, when you start saying stuff like like stuff that that I don't know. You're saying something that's going to make the person feel bad. Why are you saying it? Why can't you just keep mm-hmm. it to yourself? Exactly. You know this whole stuff. If you don't have anything nice to say, shut up. Don't say. Like, yeah. Thank you. People are not going to think you are mute because you don't speak. No. Just like keep quiet. Like, in as much as we try to tell the truth, right? The truth is the, the truth is that. Most times, the truth is, um, um, how do you say this word? Yeah, truth, truth is, is relative. relative. Exactly. And don't now make your own truths 
like make it compulsory for it to become somebody Everybody's else. Everybody's true. You know, exactly. reality. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so don't say stuff. You have to take responsibility for what you're saying, right? If, exactly. what you're going, if what you're going to say is not going to be useful to the person, why do you need to say it? Why, why, exactly. why, is your, why can't you go and face your mirror and be bluntly honest to yourself in the mirror? Thank you. You see people report very looking at you, telling you one day you're not be able to pass the door. It's you. As you're going there, you're the one that has not been How passed can you say that to a human being? Like, I'm telling you, younger that. self, that's what they were telling, what one person told me. That one day I won't be able to pass I've, I've heard it before. I've heard it's it before. It's God. God forbid. And, and, and it was me. said it was said to my my sister because she's, she's plus size and immediately that was said she just accountant everything just went down fine to you they are just words but you don't know the damage you've done to this girl you don't know this is one thing that she remember for life and me mm-hmm. i remember, i know i know i'm saying this because there are some things somebody some people have said to me and i remember like I can't just shake it off my head. No. I always say it. I'm cursed. I wish I can, me. but I can't. And the person is just somewhere, cold. just you know, walking, not knowing what he or she has done. They are just driving past or something. You don't know. You don't know what you did or what you said to the person, or because you didn't think before you talked. I just said like, actually, when it comes to stuff that people can physically see. A lot of people like to attack something like that. Because you won't see people attacking people's character. It's only something they can see. And it's just That's sad true. because some of those things, people can't change it. Okay, so what do you want them to do? Okay, you are attacking my the color of my skin. Okay, what do you want me to do? Should and I you, okay, do you know, you want you know to gamble? You know, sometimes, right? This sometimes, right? People give the excuse of tough love. Right? Like that's true yeah mm. people give, even parents do right and then they'll be like hey i'm just trying to it's because i love anyone. you mm. yes do you think anyone wants to marry you if you're like this do you know i, I have I've actually had people like actually had a conversation with me that men men don't like big girls don't you know i mean i'll be laughing in my mind because the guys in my dms they are not telling me that <laughs> so i don't know what you mean which men are you yes, talking so. to where's the survey <laughs> Because, uh, and it's just, just really sad. I don't know. I don't know why. I'm just glad that I shall left where people are so they easily talk. At least here, people lie inside there. They would, they would, their facial countenance is not what is in their mind, and I'm fine with that. <laughs> I'm honestly fine. At first, it was shocking when I moved here, but I was grateful for it because I know, because I, I gained weight during this pandemic, I know what some people would have been saying. And I'm grateful that I'm not hearing it. It's just, I don't know why people are not considerate of other people. And when they say, okay, they are saying it with love, they are not actually saying it with love. Because it somehow sounds like you are coming from a place of hatred. Like the person actually hates the way you look. Like they dislike it. Like it's affecting the only, eyes. That's the only That's what it sounds like. Because if it's with love, no, 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 no. okay, you hear, you hear the love, like I care about you. This is why I'm telling you this. Not the way some people say it's as if you're an ISO. Yeah, actually, like okay, 
right? I was watching this movie, right? And this person was talking about how um, she's afraid her daughter is going to become a victim because of her weight. Oh. Do you get of teasing, of bullying, of, oh. you know, like, you know how the world has turned fat into a negative world? world. Yeah. Jige, and people are, like, people are like, oh, you're so fat, and then it's an insult. Jige, mm. and then she's so afraid of that happening to her child, and I don't know if it's maybe because of the way she received love, and so she felt like that was the best way to to change this about her daughter, right, was to kind of, like, body shame her. Yeah. That's that that So she's, like, preparing that for the society awards. No, she wants her to lose no, weight. She wants her to, to lose weight, weight, but she doesn't know how to go about it. So she kind of, So like, she now shames her daughter shames into losing weight. That's kind of, that was my mom's approach. I, I understood where she was coming from, but I had to stand my ground after a while and be like, no, this is not working. I'm sorry. Mm. You know, I'm like, I don't like the way you talk to me about this. And we had a conversation about it and she reduced, but it was really bad growing up. But I know it was coming from a place of love in a sense that she didn't want, like like you said, she didn't want people to go out and be you know, body shaming me or she didn't want it to mm. hurt my chances at you know, relationships and even promotions. Like, people treat people that are bigger, bad at work and, you know, they think they are lazy. You know, different things in society. So, I feel that. Wait, you were telling me a story. Sorry I just to wanted me. to ask, sorry, do you guys watch Daman on Instagram? Who? No. Daman. Daman. No, I don't know. D-H-A-R-M-A-N-N. So, the guy just, he he... Okay, so it's Daman Studios, the CEO of Daman Studios. So what they just do is basically um, they show clips, not clips per se, just like shots. Um, yeah, let me say clips of like videos. They show like videos, moral videos, basically. Yeah, something like that. So there are a lot. It talks about a lot of things. Those people that have been body shamed, those people that are... Um, that have been shamed because of their race, because of their sexual orientation, because of their um, their weight. So different, different things. Uh, and it just touches a lot of things in this world. Yeah, it's, it's, it's quite typical though, but you know, there are still some people that need one or two lessons in this world because they don't care. But if you want to check him out, so you can. Hmm. I just yeah, so I just wanted to point that out basically because it's it's moral videos, kind of like this guy, is it Jake Shetty or something? I don't remember his name. Oh Jay Shetty, yeah. Yes, yes, something like that. Hmm. I mean, I just kind of had to accept that I prob I probably would not look like whatever people imagine me to look like. Like I've met some hmm. guys who like the way my face looks like but they don't like the way my body looks like i've met people <laughs> on my body like they would accept me as i, I am, can imagine my body because i think some of your ig posts you just show your face so just my face <laughs> somebody might think that i'm very skinny like oh my she has seen me she's like oh i've seen your face but when i now showed her, i opened my coat to show her she's like wow i didn't expect that wow how does that go but 
that's how my body is. And some people will see my body and like my body and my face. And like I've met people who on the road randomly strangers who compliment, you know, my body. And I've met some people who don't feel like anything at all. <laughs> that's fine. But the point I'm trying to make is I kind of had to accept that I just might never be slim. Like, I know that that's like yeah. such an interesting realization. But I think when I was younger, I think I always felt like one day, maybe I could be slim, maybe one day. But I think in the past year, I just, after I, get, I even gained weight, self. in the past year, I was like, you know what? I think I can never be slim. And that's okay. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. I went to the doctor. I've checked. Everything is fine with me. You know, people look at me and may just think, oh, she has diabetes. Oh, she has high blood pressure. Oh, she has all these things. But they said I'm not even close to any of those things. That everything is fine. And um, it's just interesting because people don't expect people that are on the bigger side to be healthy. But I'm healthy. I exercise. I eat healthy. Like, I eat a lot of vegetables yeah. and all these things. But I just will never be slim. And I've looked really? at no. okay. my... Sorry, I've looked at some of my no, same okay. pictures and I'm like, I don't look healthy here. Like, in that picture, I wasn't even healthy. Like, I don't even know if I was eating properly, you know, to be that size or whatever. I know I've done only beans for a month with intense exercise and I was skinny. I was, everybody compliments up and down. But I'm not healthy. That's not a healthy way of eating. That's not a healthy way of, of living. And since I accepted that my life was better, I don't wear clothes that fit my size. I'm not having any clothes that one day, one day when I'm slim, I'll enter. I, I packed a whole box <laughs> to donate. I'm guilty. <laughs> I'm guilty. I packed a whole box to donate. I would eat as healthy as I can. I would exercise as I can. If you see me, you don't like my body, but you like my face. Sorry, I'm not interested. You have to like my body and my face. Because I don't know what my body will look like in the future. I can't promise you. What about when I give it to children? Like, what will happen? Will you not be body shaming me all my life? Because, uh, no, 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 no. I'm not interested. If anybody is not interested in my body and my face together, they're they set. I don't want you. Because I'm taking care of my body, you know, showing that I love it. Because some people would look at you and think, oh, you don't need to take care of yourself. It's not true. I take care of my body. I use skincare. The reason you can like my face is because I take care of it. I my skin, my skin is shiny, beautiful. So hmm, I don't know about you. I take care of my body. I exercise. I eat well. And if you don't like it, please walk away. Thank you. I only need one man in this life. I don't need all of you. So sorry, That's I finished my hands. People should people should please not audition because. Hmm. Why I'm saying this is that I just remembered what you said about the whole when you get pregnant thing. Women mm-hmm. and our hormones. <laughs> Women, are, I just went out today to get some like skin product because I just finished one that isn't even working for me. So I wanted to try another one. And I'm like, why can't I just have face that is smooth? I'll just wash in the morning and it's okay with super water, <laughs> all in the name of hormones. So you, sometimes you can't you can't even control this thing. And it's sad when when I remember when I was in uni, a friend of mine said something, said that, oh, because I was I was big in uni, I'm still big, but she said that there's no way that a woman can go back to how she looks after pregnancy. That oh. is and I'm like, 
But I, I think, think the whole point, I think, so. yeah, I think the whole point of the discussion was that oh, you can't go back. Okay, so if you are the way you are, then you get pregnant. You can't go back to how how like it's maybe you're slimmer than the way you were before you got pregnant or something. And I'm mm. like, why will you think that way? You know, mm. very it's very possible if you want to do that. Yeah, yeah it's very possible. Pregnancy, yeah, pregnancy is just like a whole. Let me use the word. It's a spiritual affair. <laughs> it's not. It is to be best if if you know that you have um anybody you're close to and the person is pregnant. I know that yes, you can visibly see that this pregnancy is doing hell of a thing to this person's body. Don't comment. Don't say mm-hmm. anything. Don't put your mouth. If the pregnancy is making the person's skin bumpy or the person is is. The person it falls out if you, I don't know if you guys have seen the video of, or their hair falls out or they, they or they get darker. That's another thing. Mm. Many things. Please do not say anything. Don't even try to, you know. Oh, there's something I know that can work. Leave the person. I'm pretty sure the only thing in her mind is the food that she's craving for at that moment and how to get mm-hmm. a few pound baby out of her. So any other thing, eh, it should just be hushed. I had, I had a... And I know that, that, sorry, Comfort, and I know that there are some aunties in quotes. They are not your mother. They were not there when they gave birth to you. They were not there when they did your naming ceremony. They were not there when you got married, Gonsef, or maybe that's when they even appeared. I had some people I never knew even existed. Suddenly, I just knew that, oh... Uh, so there, there are these people in my life I don't know like something happened in my family so they just suddenly appeared I'm like wow I've never seen people in my life before mm-hmm. my parents have never told me about them so an incident occurred in my family and they just suddenly appeared so, okay I'm pretty sure they may come and appear again when it's on my when I'm getting married but in between they will not say anything I don't know you, you don't know me and they will come and say they want to come and comment or give you some tips or advice please Mind your business. That's the, that's the advice. Comfort Mind the business you. that pays you. Exactly. <laughs> well, I was just going to say that, um, like I had a teacher that her skin, I don't even know, she just started having this acne problem after she got pregnant. Um, my computer teacher. And then after she gave birth and all that, her skin just returned back to normal. Wow. It is like the weirdest pregnancy stuff I've seen so far. Well, there was one I saw as well. I think our uh, when I was in uni, our course, course coordinator per se. So this woman, you know, face fresh everything. She now had she now she now got pregnant, her first baby. And you could see it in her face. She was always tired. Her face was really like so when she gave birth she came back to I don't think she was like exactly the same but she was okay and I was just like this pregnancy thing eh? hmm. this pregnancy like, thing you can't tell how your hormones are going to react mm. 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 they'll be glowing too their skin will be better yeah. I know mm-hmm. right yes ah you'll be like wow why some people they are yeah, the only okay. issue be maybe the yeah yeah, and the only this thing is that they'll, their feet will be swelling and you know that kind of stuff, but their the rest of their face is glowing. Mm. For each person is different. Like even mm-hmm. even like we period and ovulation, your skin reacts to it, right? And so you can never really tell 
you know, what's going to happen until it happens, right? And, like, especially when it has to do with skin, right? I feel like ladies go through a lot because most times our hormones are in charge of a lot of things that happen to us. Like, you can just be, you know, trying out skincare and do like that and using skincare and everything like that and then suddenly something just happens and then you just have this maybe you're just yeah maybe you um you're ovulating or you're about to be on your period and then you just start noticing things coming out from you know acne yes i can't testify it's (laughs) so annoying like very you know every time i just feel like oh my skin problems are going away something just happens but like when it comes to texture, yeah, my skin is very nice, you know, because I, I have this like um whole recipe stuff, but then pimples just erupt at the oddest of times, you know. When I'm finally comfortable, you know, getting you know, it's just it's, we deal with a lot when it comes to hormones and skin and all that. I just we don't really need so many so much body issues get like so many people to be body shaming and all that stuff because each person is dealing with their own ish mm. like i have just... i've had i've had two friends right that they have very sensitive skin like you can you know like they can recommend this thing to like 20 people a particular product they say okay this thing solves acne or this will get rid of black spots so and then they recommend it. So they tell you like 100 other people have used it. And they use it on their skin. It's not pretty. I just, and, and as in like, it just erupts or something like that just happens. And then you just have like pimples or black spots all over. This kind of stuff now. And then they are dealing with, you know, their own. Yeah, yeah, my this my my phone fell down. Okay, so you're yeah, dealing with you know trying to find the right products for their skin and trying to you know appreciate themselves and all that stuff. There's just a lot of issues like with girls and hormones and skin and pregnancy, all of that. That's why I don't know. You know, it's a lot to talk about. It's like a huge issue. Yeah, yes, there's so many things to talk about, like, um, like learning to appreciate your body, like, irrespective of how you know your hormones are reacting to yourself, learning to, and then the whole issue of surgery and whether yeah. you know elective surgeries and all that stuff, right? I don't, I don't like to comment on you know elective surgeries because everybody has to do what they can do to feel confident about how they look, right? And I, I refuse to judge a person for how they decide to feel confident in their body, right? Uh, yeah, granted, there are some elective surgery junkies. Like, it's actually a problem. There are people that can't stop having surgery. Like, they can't stop having, you know, implants and, you know, doing laps and all those stuff, right? They just, there are people that, it's actually a disease, dig it. Uh, but I also think that, you know, if, especially when you just for those kind of things, when you can't draw the line, you it's best not like you can't fault a person for how they decide to be confident in themselves, right? Like I was saying something about how um 
for some people, right, their confidence is based on how they dress, right? They look in the mirror, they dress a certain way, and suddenly they're taking on a certain persona that is a lot more confident than how they feel. Or they wear glasses, or or maybe you wear, like, I noticed it that um, I, I used to have this necklace, right? And there wasn't really anything special about it because it wasn't expensive, that kind of stuff. But like I noticed after a while, right, that every time I was feeling a little bit nervous or something like that, I would find myself like, you know, touching it kind of stuff. Like, I don't know, fiddling with it, right? And that's mm-hmm. what kept me calm, you know, just reduce the nervousness and kind of stuff. And that was just like my way of dealing with that feeling of anxiousness I was feeling at that point in time, right? And um, it's not hurting anybody, so you get nobody's complaining, right? But that's how I dealt with it. Now, some people have those kind of feelings and feel a certain way about their body, and then they go on that knife, and then everybody's like, oh, well, God gave you this body. You have to appreciate it. Um, blah, 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 blah. So really sin. Uh, don't you appreciate what God has done for you? That kind of stuff, right? And so my point is in that is saying that you can't judge a person for how they choose to feel confident about themselves. Hmm. No one thing I just that came to my mind is a lot of people think okay they are telling you the truth like going back to them the truth thing, but the funny thing is that what you are telling somebody about themselves they already know. Do you, do you think they don't have a mirror at home? Do you think they do not see what you're talking about? You don't have to say something about things you notice about people. Keep it to yourself. So, yeah, okay. It's quite interesting. Hi, guys. Sorry, I've not said much. I'm outside. So, I'm a little wet. It's okay. Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, I just wanted to point out what um, Comfort said about um, surgery and all that. I actually agree with her. Like, if someone decides, actually, me before anything plastic surgery or having to do this and that, you know, just because you want to enhance one place or that, me, I'm not personally, I didn't like it because I was like, huh? are you touching the body? God, but so many people, just because of this body or the body they had before. Low self-esteem. They hate themselves. They'll probably be suicidal. Mm. You know, because of all these things that this. And when I don't know where I heard it, but I was, you know, somebody explained it to me, or I probably heard it from somewhere. And it's understandable if you feel like, oh, I'm not happy with this body. And I know that, oh, okay. I can do this to make myself look better, look good. I won't condemn you if you tell me that. But before I was like, how do you do that? Why do you touch your body? What is the meaning of that? So it's understandable, you know, anything to like, okay, not like anything, because some people, they are, they've gone beyond something else. You can't even start explaining. But anything to make sure that, I'm so sorry, I'm trying to catch my breath. I'm walking. Oh, <laughs> yeah, so I'm not fit. Oh, well, so anything to believe can work, so thank God. <laughs> so, anything that knows that okay will make you feel confident, 
about yourself and you know that okay you you're good you're fine you know i remember when i was in secondary school i told you maybe this in i think so mjs so some people came to our school to check our eyes or something like that and i pretended like i couldn't see some lines and i was like oh god please i want to wear glasses why because i wanted to feel pretty because i felt if i wore glasses you wouldn't see my normal face and i could i practically would want something else aside from my normal face you know so i eventually did get glasses and all so i was wearing glasses a lot like a lot so that one now started when I was, I think I was about 11, 10. No, 11, 12. So listen to things like this. And I was, now that I think about it, I was, I'm actually amazed because I'm like, why would your mind go there? Like, why would you think that way? You know, you didn't feel pretty. Your self-esteem basically was like plunging down. You know, it was all very sad. And I got the glasses. I felt better, actually, with the glasses. I was like, okay, this is not bad. Then, then again, I now realized that, mm, you know, now I walk around and I'm, I'm very confident with the way I look and all that. And I'm, I was just thinking that sometimes if the person feels, the person doesn't feel that beauty or that confidence, the person would want to do anything that oh okay not anything per se but something that you know that okay I feel that this will give me confidence and be happy with the way I am or happy with my body then why not as far as it's not a detriment or um worse decision regarding your health I mean, it's not detrimental to your health I think anybody can go for it actually um, yeah I mean I agree with what you guys are saying but there are just some scenarios like if you are still growing and you're still very young, um, getting a surgery that could change the shape of your body could be a problem because later on, you don't know, but your body's still growing, growing into your body. And yeah, sometimes some, some people do surgery when they should actually do therapy instead of surgery. And so I think before making a life-changing decision, you should probably see a therapist like if it's like a serious issue that's not because not everything surgery could not cure like if it's a very serious depression or something i don't know surgery might not change that and people that want to change completely to a whole different person i don't know how i feel about that if that will make you feel better i don't know how everything it means everything eyes some shape of eyes everything changed I don't know how I feel about that. Some even changed their race. <laughs> I think it's yeah. it's become pretty bad right now. But yeah, there's a limit to that. There's, I feel there's a limit. Yeah. If you are just getting bigger breasts, you feel like it's better. Some people need a breast reduction. You know, I, I feel yeah. But if it's all these BBLs, I don't know because that's that when they say is life like change, like you could I'm die. Bigger. Um Brazilian bot lifts. A lot of people are doing it these days because of like the popularity in social media. And people are dying and some people are living, but it's a very dangerous surgery. Like you sign a waiver, you could die. That's risky. Wow. Mm-hmm. 
risking their life for that. I don't know if that's, I don't know. So you can check it first though, before you make such decisions. Maybe you just need therapy. So I don't know. I mean, breast reduction, I'm done for that because something gives some pull back pain. I mean, yeah, the weights. Yeah, that 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 one makes sense. That one makes sense. Breast reduction, the weights. Sometimes I feel sorry when I see some women trying to like move with mm. the load, and I'm like, it's understandable if a woman decides to go and do breast reduction. Very very understandable, because it's not easy. I saw one that, that, you know, had breast once. I was like, wow. There was like one I saw. Wow. There was one I saw. She was doing exercise. You know, there's this exercise that you have to be upside down. I think it was in 1001 Ways to Die, I said. I can't remember. <laughs> wait, wait, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> so she got, you know, there's, there's this um, equipment that you have to be upside down. Then you, it helps with the abs, the core. Then you just yeah. sit up. It's kind of like sit up sideways or upside down. So don't tell me she, she was died stuck. It's one thousand and one ways. So yeah, she was she died. So she was stuck, and her boobs were really big. So it was kind of like on her face. So she couldn't breathe. That's how she said. Oh, wow. and died. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. I I watched this um. On surgery, still on surgery, I watched this episode of One Thousand Ways to Die that she was looking for bigger boobs. Um, so she, I think she was, she was a stripper or something like that, and she needed, she wanted to get bigger boobs, right? And um, so she went to this cheap doctor. I can't remember what the guy put. Um, he sure didn't give her, you know, the right type of implant. Okay, the silicone implant. Okay. Yeah. And so she took a plane. And um, as she was like, when she exceeded a certain, yes, a certain gravity, this thing, and then the stuff started, you know, increasing, inflating. Yes, it started Ah. inflating, and then she didn't even notice it until the guys, because it was like her boobs were like big, right? And then it was the guys that were looking at her with their wives and all that that were noticing how her boobs were suddenly becoming bigger. Dig it, and so. and then the thing exploded. That's why it's not to explode. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even know with that house then if they can't sue the doctor, but they can they sue him. I don't even know. Oh, who's left to sue? The point is, is who is women, have, women have always have like for a long time been doing dangerous things all in the effort mm-hmm. to to meet a beauty standard exactly to meet a beauty standard i wrote an article on it on my blog like a long time ago like mm. three years ago and then like i did a lot of research into it at that time and then there used to be like in england there used to be lead powder mm-hmm. then they would rub it on their face to be white yes and their face would be exactly. melting mm-hmm. you get and then Exactly. Of it is poisonous. Just, yeah, even like lead on itself is poisonous, right? So imagine putting it or constantly putting it on your face and all that stuff, right? And then, but it was the standard of beauty hmm. at that time. Like you had to look white, dig it. And it wasn't until I think Queen Victoria came up that people now switched to 
a more demure looking type of beauty but there is still people look, using lead powders to achieve it right and mm. but like i was i was doing like a research into like from the 1800s the 1600s what was the standard of beauty like and then you would hear this um weird stuff like pe- i don't know if i'll be able to find it maybe i'll talk about it in our next meeting i'll find the article to read it but then there were always this weird like there was this person whether it was a poet or somebody that came up and wrote down some a list very outrageous list breasts of these this of these this of this about how what the perfect woman should look like oh you get and people were just going by that standard right and then there was you get and then after that like as the years go by the standards of beauty was quickly changing and it was based on it, it went from being based on what the queen should look like or what the monarchy should look like to what stars look like you get? Mm. but then there was always a standard of beauty that people were killing themselves over like there was this particular time that the very famous uh, method for becoming slim would be to use tapeworm mm. Do you get and so they would yeah. inject tape worms into their body. Yeah, you get mm. exactly. And then I don't know how they used to remove it yeah, later on after they've achieved a certain you probably kill level it. of thinness. Yes. Mm. Do you get and like I think I, said, I eat your intestine. Exactly. If you're not, if you, if you, if you still don't feel like you're slim enough, right? You, you are just letting it go on in your body, but you don't realize it's really eating a part of you. Is eating it? Is it? If there's no food, it will eat the intestine yeah. where it is. That's that's my point. People have always been doing dangerous things. All mm. in the, the like, I watch films and then the the person will just crack a joke like, "Oh, okay. Um, I want to lose weight. This and this. And I'm not going to eat for the next two days." Or mm. to eat like one carrot and she's like, "Oh, that's my breakfast." Mm-hmm. Dig or it. and one grapefruit. I've seen that in a yeah. lot. Just half and, a grapefruit. I, What's that? <laughs> and you get all in the pursuit of beauty. Mm. You get, and beauty and... standards change. They are never constant. They are always unreachable. That's the whole goal. Sorry, continue. Did I interrupt you? I apologize. No, no, no. You said it straight out of my mouth. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, you get. So, and it's just, it's, it's impossible right uh-huh. to meet except if you are the person that has been idolized and how do you know how that person is keeping up with those standards that they've set and all that it's just it's a lot of pressure right uh-huh. and um like i like i said right going under the knife right is like nowadays is um, relatively safe now how we used to be before but the point is women have always been doing dangerous things to reach a certain beauty standard okay and so that's why uh-huh. the issue of beauty confidence is important like um learning to understand like what's important like like what's important about how your body looks like you get being healthy rather than being thin exactly you get so there are, there are a lot of things that are important like you have to consider like you know you're talking about you know exercising eating right mm-hmm. and you know all those stuff right is to keep your body like respect like Respect to take care of your, your body, body and to take care of no. yes. Oh no, yeah, so that mm-hmm. exactly so that it lasts as long as it possibly can and be and exactly. still be in good condition. 
right? Mm-hmm. Rather than trying to meet this impossible standard of beauty, right? And mm-hmm. then I just want how do people live without eating some certain things? And I'm mm-hmm. just I'm just so confused. I, I can't understand it. Anyways, so yeah, that's why I think this whole topic is of beauty confidence was really important. I really, really wanted to be a part of it. Mm. I agree with you. We said beauty confidence, but it's body confidence, but sorry, body um, confidence. <laughs> but it's okay. Sorry. Um I agree with you. Body confidence is a very important topic and it's a journey. It's not something that you say, okay, you're confident and that's it. Like it has highs and lows, and there are days that you'd be like, okay, I feel fantastic. Who is this girl in the mirror? You are you are beautiful, you're amazing. And then another day, you're like, who is this bloated potato? So on the days that you feel like all like everything is amazing, you feel hot, you feel beautiful. I actually had this somewhere, like write it down, write down what immediately what are the things that are making you feel hype i love the way my eyes look today so beautiful i love the way you know my body looks snatched in that dress i love you know how beautiful my skin is all those things write it down and on the day you feel like a bloated sack, sack potato look at what you wrote because you're still talking about the same body that you're looking at at that moment and that will remind you that you are the bomb you are the bomb you're amazing so I just thought I just felt I should share. Just that was really good advice. It is good advice. Uh-huh. It's very good, so oh, yeah, I actually wrote something here. So I have something I think I wrote down from somewhere. It's okay, I just wrote you are worth it, you're a person of value. Spend time loving yourself, you're amazing. We're all a work in progress. Change anything you feel you can change, like exercise if you need to, while still loving yourself at that moment. Don't hate yourself while you're trying to change something. Um, love yourself in the process. On the way to losing weight, if you're, if that's your goal, for me, my goal is to be healthy. But on the way to on whatever journey you decide to go on, love yourself because you you won't ever go back to that self. Like I look back at my pictures. I said the same person, but I don't look like that. So my body has never been the same in any year. And you are never going to, even if you lose weight or you gain weight, you'll never come back to the same body. So loving yourself on that process, every single year on that process. And you are the only one that has the real perspective of who you truly are. Like nobody can tell you who you are. Nobody can tell you what your body is like. Um, you're the only one who controls that narrative. So remember that. So look at yourself, tell yourself you're beautiful on a good day, on a bad day, like remind yourself of who you are. Have affirmations, have things that 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 tell you that you, you're telling yourself that you're amazing. Just have all those affirmations and they really help because they boost your confidence as well and um, remind you that you're an amazing human being who God loves. So yeah, that's what I wrote down. Love yourself. That's what I can say. If if you love yourself, and I, I believe every other thing that somebody says or people say about you, just be like, breathe. Then that's mm-hmm. it. Yeah, if that's your opinion, that's the effect. Thank yeah, you. I I actually concur with what you said. Sometimes I'll stay in front of the mirror and I'll be like, me, and they say you are ugly. Who is the person? Wait, yeah. they never burn anybody, Papa. 
to say that. <laughs> that. And I'll be saying it in front of the mirror. I'm like, what did you for years felt like you know? How do you think that? Yes, and, and even if I feel bloated or I feel like oh I've added weight or anything, I'll be like, mm, madam, no problem, remove, you know. So it's just like even if you can't just say that negative thing to yourself. You just don't know how to. You just get to a point where not you can't even say it. Not even think of thinking about it. You can't. And even if anybody says it, you just be like, okay, this is how I think about myself. What makes you think your opinion matters? Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah, I love that. That's the comfort you didn't share your own journey with body confidence what's your journey with body confidence <laughs> my own journey with body confidence it's true we um, didn't hear it though uh-huh. uh okay let's see let's see okay yeah when i was in secondary school the only thing i was really aware of right was i did not have big butts I don't know why it was something like everybody cared about, but it was just something that we cared about at that point in time, right? And I was, you know, kind of upset that I didn't have a big boat, right? Because, now this was um, because, right, after just three, I suddenly bloomed. Like my, my breast became so, like they just, I don't know, I was, I, I, I'm very sure that I, I didn't have, you know, breast in just too because I was still wearing all those um what do you call those things again bra tops and suddenly mm. I needed to wear bra I needed to wear a bra when I was in just three and I says one and all that stuff right and so I was like uh-uh, if my breasts are growing why are my butt not growing with it Jigger mm. and um that was just like my own issue with it and um apart from that I wasn't so worried like I guess I've always I know I don't know I won't say I've never I've not had like I've had a lot of body confidence issues like especially in terms of like weight and stuff like that but at that time I really didn't care there were just some so many other things I was bothered about at that time and um, I didn't really care until like I got to uni and then suddenly I'm meeting so many people with different body types and different stuff like that. And I became more aware of, you know, what I looked like and stuff like that. And my mom, my mom, she wasn't helping matters. Like, you know, like, you know how, like, my mom, she will send you, like, you be like, you post a picture, right? And she'll now send you, like, a picture of yourself five years ago. For what? To reference that you look like that? <laughs> like, like, unless you, like, this kind of, oh, you used to look like that. You can still go back kind of stuff. You just have to stop eating and all that, right? And so what I did, like, you know, I, I it was, you know, a little toxic for me to listen to her talk about that, right? Because how my dad, they have this way of relating, right? They would just start cracking jokes and laughing about something and it can be so annoying. Oh my mm-hmm. god, they're just so annoying. Right. And then so I blocked them from my WhatsApp. Till now they cannot see anything I post on WhatsApp, like my status and all that. I just could not have that in my life. I don't, you know, I still cannot have that in my life because I don't have the strength for their, you know, 
ish. But like the moment she sent me the picture, like the, the moment she sent me a picture of myself five years ago, and she's like, comfort, you really need to work on it and blah, 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 blah. You know, it was just, it was that moment that something in me stopped and I just knew that I could not have that and I blocked that from my WhatsApp. Anyway, but the point was, like, aside from that, like, like regular people, I go through bouts of, you know, feeling so confident and feeling so, you know, like, I have periods where I'm like, oh my God, like, I'm just, I'm just telling my friend, like, I was just talking to my friend, I'm like, oh my God, have you seen anybody as fine as me before? Like she, she just she complains about how I can just like so unnecessarily sarcastic, I'll be um, narcissistic about how I look. Like I kind of like, do you see why do I need to put makeup on this face? Like I'm just so beautiful. Have you seen anybody like this, right? And I just have those periods, right? And I also have periods where I'm wondering about um maybe I need to lose some weight, maybe I need to go on some diet. Like I've actually gone on diet. Mm. but you know it took me a while to figure out how they were not healthy for me at all like how there were some foods that I simply cannot imagine them saying like I'm a foodie let's just start with that I'm a foodie I love experimenting with food I love trying out different types of food right I love you know fried food I try to reduce the amount of fried food because I know how unhealthy it is for me to get but I still love fried food right and I still occasionally eat it but the point is to give that up for a diet, just something I cannot do. I just, I'm, I'm not, I don't know. I, I'm just not, it's something of priority stuff, right? Like in the sense of, um, in the priority of being slimmer to food. Food is higher in the food, in the chain, in my chain of priorities. Do you get? So I just can't give that up. Like I go on some diet that restricts, you know, stuff I eat and that kind of stuff, right? So I try to what I do is I try to eat healthier, um, do exercises and stuff like that, right? To make sure that, you know, I'm healthy, right? But I can't give up for it. I like that. I mean, it's good that food is important to you because so many people had like so many issues and different things their relationship with food. So that's really nice to, you know, hear. Yeah, yeah we have a good relationship. That's good. It's just I, um, I, 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 I think I've reached a place where I understand stuff that's healthy for me and stuff mm. that's not like stuff that's healthy to eat and stuff that's not healthy to eat, right? Like, you know, when we're talking about things like cholesterol and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And um, fats and all that stuff, right? So um, I, what I do is I find alternatives, right, to eat healthy stuff. Like, I try as much as possible to eat, eat like, healthy. Eat, like, healthy alternatives and stuff like that. Um, switch my oil types and things like that, you get, and try to make my change and my mix up as interesting as possible right so and you get but yeah. i will not give up food for dieting mm-hmm. and that thing about dieting is dieting actually slows down your metabolism so that's a good thing that you found out early i read something in a book the secret life of fat i think that's the title of the book it's a whole phd research on fat and how it came to be and how um, how understanding of fat and the thing is when you keep going on a diet your body 
this, your body just slows your metabolism because it's basically your body doesn't trust you. It's like, is she going to starve me today? Is she going to starve me tomorrow? Let's just hold on to this one that she has given us now. We don't know, you know, what will happen next. So in the end of the day, it stores fat instead of using it in your body because it's worried that you would not give it what it needs. So it's not, it's not a, the more diet you do, the more your metabolism slows over the years and makes it harder for you to lose weight over time. So it's just, it backfires basically. So dieting is not good. It's not the way to go. And when you mentioned something about your mom sending the picture, it just reminded me of how some people may try and look at another person's picture as the weight they want to lose weight to. But the best person you can always look, if you want to always lose weight or add weight or whatever, the best person to look at is yourself. Just be your own benchmark because you're, that's what you look like. You can't change what you look like except you do surgery or something. So just wanted to put that out there. I, yeah, so I just want to point out something. Um, there was a picture I saw. So in this picture has different women, different um, sizes, heights, like physically they look different and they all weigh the same thing mm. you'd be surprised they all weigh the same exactly so you're different that's just it I honestly agree people are always surprised at what I mean they always say oh you don't look like your weight I'm like what does that even mean what do you imagine people look like just well, take care of yourself that's all Thank you so much for sharing comfort. We're glad that we went on the journey with you. Osama, what about your experience with confidence? Were you always confident in your body from when you were young? Was I always confident? Yeah, yeah, I was. I was, though. Although I actually... Um, I was confident in my body, and I still am. But um, you see, take example now, I have reduced to, like, a um, couple of days ago, or weeks ago, rather, when I posted a picture, every, my mom... My mom and like some family members are like, ah, Osama, thank God though, you have reduced though and everything. And I'm like, no, no, it didn't hurt me. Like, first and first, it didn't hurt me because like they always don't tell me to reduce because they feel like me traveling out of Nigeria would mean that like I'm going to be eating junk food and I'm going to get fatter. And like they were thinking about it from not like body shaming point of view though, but like um obese point of view. I don't know if you get what I mean. Like. They were just afraid I'm going to get obese because I had the tendency or I still have the tendency of like eating junk food and like eating tons of things that are not necessarily healthy, if that makes sense. So like that's where she was coming from because she tells me that that back at home too. Like when I eat, I eat a lot and like have to stop eating late at night that like, gets me fat and everything like will affect Like sha, 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 just body condition, but like not body shaming in any way. So like when I lost weight, which I, I still think I'm going to do some, like I just did it. It's it's like a conscious decision for me. No, um, not because um I'm trying to build my body up or like I'm trying to make someone feel good about themselves or anything. Just my decision. If I wanted to go back to like how I looked, it would it'd be easy for me to do. So I just like for me, I just believe right now I'm in a place where I just want to try anything that fits like anything that fits me, me or like anything, just something radical, not playing the normal that society has made for us, like. This is what you do. This is how you eat and everything. Like for me, I've I've grown the whole um looking for validation from people. 
you can say what you want to see. Although um, words, words sometimes short, though, but it won't change what I have already in my mind. Or it might change anyways, but I wouldn't take that to heart. At least if you know me, you know me, that would be well enough. So now we're just going to give advice to your younger self. If you had to go back, tell your younger self at 14, 15, how to feel about their body and what, like, what would you say to them? I think it's just recently that I, you know, sort of became aware of, you know, body mm. and, you know, because like I said before, food has always been very high on my priority list. Like, I always, like, I, I'm a foodie, so I've always loved my relationship with food, trying out different foods and stuff like that, right? And I never felt it was a problem of, I think, okay, when I was in secondary school, there was a time I used to, I would go back home and I would come back. I don't know, I think, I used to lose weight and gain weight, you know. It was so weird. I, I never really understood it. Like, I would be so stressed and then I would gain weight, right, because of school and the school stress, exam stress, and I would go back home. And I'll come back and I've lost to it. Same it was so exactly it was just weird for me and all that. So during that period, like whenever my mom, even when my mom was like, Pompa, you need to lose weight, so blah, 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 all those stuff. I really I actually did not feel it. So I'm really, really kind of proud of myself of how late my awareness of you know body and um not liking how I looked started you get so with i i don't know i don't think i want to tell myself to be more aware mm. yeah so that yeah. was a blessing yeah yeah well yeah it was kind of like a blessing for me you get mm. that's good you know did they do these things to you guys in primary school that they will write your weight down and your height they did it from primary school Oh, we had it in you see the persons we had a show their weight we and height. We had a communication book. So it was always in your communication book at the beginning of the semester. Like I assume of the semester, they will write a communication book, your blood type, your this, your that, your weight, your height. You get I think it was supposed to be for like um, emergency purpose. As was pasted on the wall. <laughs> so you can see everybody's weights and height. <laughs> And their name and, 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 and their, their picture. picture. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, this sort of this reminded me ah. of how this guy, um, when we were in school, this man, um, who was it? Um, Azo, when he became our dean, and then he started putting up like if you do some if you commit some crimes or something like that, something that is not so serious, they will now paste your name, your CGPA. And the crimes you committed in front of all the hostels. Why the CGPA? <laughs> I don't know. But I guess it was supposed to be a shaming tactic. Like, you see them, oh, they are going out, they are doing this, see their CGPA kind of stuff. Right? And I had this friend. No, she wasn't my friend, right? I, I sort of knew her because we're in the same hostel. We're acquaintances, kind of like, right? And she was in, I can't remember what course she was in. Right, and so she she was one of the people that he posted her name, right? And then you now see her CDP beside it. She was on your first class at that point in time. She was like a bad girl, but all those girls that they do what they want to do, right? But they're also like super smart and kind of stuff. And so they put the mm-hmm. CDP there. And I was just thinking when I looked at it that oh my god, this guy has failed though. If his attempt was to shame her, <laughs> sorry, fire, digger. 
Let me try to pull myself. I have a question. I post I wrote it on the chat box so that you can question. Do you have to show off much skin when you are when doing out to have body confidence? Kind of like do you mean like you have to show your skin to prove that you're confident? You don't have to prove your confidence to anybody. Well, whatever makes you comfortable. That's what I would say. I, I, I'd rather say wear whatever makes you confident. True. Yeah, because um sometimes, like, I was, you know how I was talking about, like, my necklace I used to have, right? Some people mm. dress up, and then it gives them this confidence, this, um what do you call it, this persona. It's like they're putting on this persona, right, that makes them feel a lot more confident than they usually are, you get, when they take off their clothes and stuff like that. So I, you know, when I say dress whatever makes you confident, you get because um when you give off a certain amount of confidence, like when you um project confidence, like when you step out and you feel so confident in how you're dressed and you just feel, oh my god, I'm super smart, I'm super beautiful and all that stuff, right? Um, people tend to see you that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so true. And people actually see you as more beautiful. They're like, oh wow, she's so pretty. For some so, reason, I don't so know. confident. Yeah, they're just they're because just the confidence makes you just about, yeah. active. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. That was what I thought I had to ask the question. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'll probably say take care of my skin and um, I don't know. Eat eat healthy probably. <laughs> eat healthy, yeah. Take care of my skin and eat healthy. So one thing, keep doing you. Keep going. So, Tavi, what will you tell your younger self, 15, 16, about body confidence? Okay, the first thing is find what works for you when it comes to your skin and um, weights, basically, because I'm still finding. Anyways, and also love your skin. Love your melanin. Love your low cut. Because later in future, people will embrace it and it will become a trend. <laughs> I love that. That's what I'll tell my 15-year-old. Is this 16-year-old self? Yeah. Because in secondary school, I was a bit insecure about the fact that I was dark skin and I was on low cut. Well, but I guess she was on low cut. So I was going to ask if she went to a boarding house. Like, boarding school, oh. no? Mm, I actually caught my eye first when I was in primary school. Then I went to a boarding school that all girls were on local. Then I moved to another school where, yeah, the maybe school, where they could play their hair. But my parents <laughs> still didn't allow me to play mine. So I was on locals throughout. And I kind of felt insecure about it. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Mama. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I know that I keep talking about my family, but I think that I'm who I am today because my dad actually invested a lot and I feel like everybody can learn a thing or two. Mm. Um, Do you know that, um, I'm not blaming your parents, but did they ask you? Oh, I wanted to pop my head in the first place. It was my idea. Why on earth did you feel insecure? So I was in primary school, that's it. You know, it's in secondary school where your body changes. You want to feel pretty. You want to feel beautiful, oh. you know? So, mm-hmm. 
there's a lot of emotional growth, physical growth, everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So mine then as a child was that, oh, if you have a long hair, you're pretty. Mm-hmm. And mine was, I was, it was on low cut. I wasn't even doing my hair at all. And the school, mm-hmm. the school wasn't even helping matters. So maybe you know this. So my hair, the, the shrinkage is just oh, something one else. Ones. So when I cut my hair, I'm not going to cut it till like maybe the next term. So I pre- I just tie like a scarf to bring it, like <laughs> shrink is the muscle. Because they will say if it's too long or if they pull it out, and if they pull it out, it's always really long. Mm. And if they, if they see that it's long, they'll be like, oh, go and cut your hair or do plates if you don't want to, you know, do mm. whatever I want. I can't plate it. So I just had to, and I don't want to cut it as low as the guys in school. So mm. I wanted that, fine, I'm a local. I wanted it to be like feminine in a way. So that's oh. what I usually do. So I'll cut the hair beginning of the term. Then I will tie it. By the time it's growing, I will now tie it with a scarf so that it will shrink the more. <laughs> Can I so, just say that you, I, 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 am, I, I envy and I wish, listen, when I say you have energy, scarf can't stay on my head for two seconds. I have an instant migraine. <laughs> <laughs> that hair would embarrass me. <laughs> listen <laughs> nah wow that's cool my dad deceived me anytime I think about it I laugh now he told me so I was going to secondary school I think I turned 10 the day before and he told me that if I cut my hair book would enter my head <laughs> he told me that when your mates yeah, when it's time for siesta and you mm-hmm. like, I don't know these things like I'm, I'm going to secondary school you know, it's a whole different world you know and he's like see during siesta when your mates go to shower they'll be hot yeah. because they'll shower from their necks down you you will pull it on your head and your head will be cool <laughs> my, my, own, my own dad what he said was that during you know don't do your hair because oh you won't have time to reach that was yeah, only that, was... that one too. And then yeah, so that when the, the girls are going during the weekend, you know they will do their hair for yeah, the following weekend. Exactly. That that time you used to study, and I told him, I said that the the girl with one of the longest hair in our school is like top five. And that is not the issue. <laughs> I could not miss them. My father knows his child, so he used a different thing. He told me about what. And okay, I have a problem with heat, a very bad problem. I get mm. heat strokes. I get tinea. It is crazy. I have to constantly have air conditioning or whatever. If yeah, I have that problem with heat. So that's what he, he told me. You'll be cool. And after saying all of that, I was like, yes, I want to cut my hair. When am I cutting my hair? I want to cut my hair. I go to school and realize that no two secondary schools act the same. My school doesn't even allow you to shower after um, distance. Yes, that you go straight for prep. You shower after prep. So I'm like, wow. <laughs> So what he said never even happened. First visiting day, how was it? I said, excuse me, sir, you see that thing you told me? It didn't happen. <laughs> it didn't. Because after um, lunch, after lunch was siesta, after siesta, we went for prep. There was no time to shower and have my head cool while the others were still hot. <laughs> so, yeah. I know, right? you may be your turn all right so what i will tell my 14 15 year old self is you're beautiful no one is really looking at you 
outside, they care more about themselves. Um, dress in a way that makes you happy. You have a beautiful body that would be a trend in the lovely skin. God loves you as you are. You can enjoy food, it nourishes you. Love yourself no matter what anyone says. Your opinion about you matters more than anyone else. And do research on what best works for you and your body. And just live. Live each day and do whatever makes you happy. So that's it. And that concludes this segment. Thank you all for coming. I'm so glad that you guys should be here and share your experiences. And I hope you guys have an amazing day. Oh, yeah, I was going to say thank you. Yeah, thank um, you. Bye. We've heard all what we have to say. Everyone has shared their journey. I really hope that our journey resonates with you and that you go on your own confidence journey. And after listening to it, if you related with anything, please let us know. Send us a message with your own confidence journey and just how you're doing. And um, remember that you are the one in control of the narrative. Take care of yourself. You're already amazing. Yeah, and we hope you have a great day. So that's it for today. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and reach out to us on Instagram with questions or suggestions. And thank you guys for listening.